your hostess with the mostest, Joy Williams. And I just want to quickly say, if you hear any weird shrieks or any weird sounds, my brother is a gamer, and he's very much cutting up right now, even though I told him I'm recording my podcast. But we're not going to even get into that. So I want to firstly tell you guys what my podcast is about. So one, my podcast is about everything and anything. Okay, I'm talking relationship advice, my thoughts on what's going on in the world, everything. Like nothing is off limits. Secondly, I want to say that like with some of the stuff I'm going to talk about, you might get offended. And honestly, if you get offended, maybe just look at your life and reflect on yourself and if you're really getting offended, maybe something needs to be changed. Also, um, this is, let's be clear, this is a safe space, but this is also a unfiltered space. So I'm basically going to speak my mind and not hold my tongue, you know? But also, I wanted to say that the reason I started this podcast is because I have always wanted to start a podcast, but I never got to it. Like, I always was trying to find a way, and I just couldn't find out how to do it. And then I finally figured it out today. Like, last, literally last night, I was talking to my friend, and I was like, I need to make a podcast. Because I just have so much to talk about. And I literally was like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep on time, and I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to create my podcast. And I did that. And honestly, thankfully, I didn't have to just, like, use my phone. Because I know you can use your phone if you want to do a podcast. But I was like, girl, no. And because I do music production as well, I already had, like, microphones and audio interfaces, all that kind of stuff. So I basically was good to go. Like, I didn't have to go buy a new mic or anything. I had everything I needed. So with that being said, that is why I was able to just, like, do this real quick. It's not even, like, on a whim. It's just, like, no games, no time wasted. Anyways, with that being said, I'm going to tell you guys what the topics for today are. And I think they're hot topics, but... Every episode is going to be hot topics. So let's get into it. Um, The first topic is he's just not that into you. Been waiting to get onto this. The second topic is toxic friendships. About to spill some tea with that one. And the third topic is a dying generation. And that's basically just about how nobody wants to give birth to kids anymore. But they do, but they don't. You know. And then also, I'm going to have to use some story times just to like, help y'all get the big picture because if I can't make y'all relate to me how are you gonna get that advice real good so (laughs) anyways we're gonna start with the he's just not that into you so guys if we're being honest this one I have like I struggled so much with the not understanding that he's not into you thing for some reason I have always been an optimist and Yeah, it's good to be an optimist in some situations, but for me, it's just been terrible because, girl, like, it is so obvious that he does not like you and you're still over here cutting up. And guys, I'm going to dive into the signs that he's just not that into you. And maybe, maybe I'm speaking from personal experience with some of these. It's a little embarrassing, but we're just not going to talk about it. But we are. So let's start with dry texting, okay? I feel like people... Just overlook this one. Dry texting has evolved because it used to be like, dry texting used to be very obvious. Like you would be able to tell that somebody was dry texting you. But nowadays it's almost like maybe he's not dry texting me. Maybe that's just how his personality is. I feel like we've just come to a conclusion that we're going to make excuses for people. And I notice that so often. Like I would make excuses 
whenever I was like, mm, maybe he's busy or, or, you know, like just stuff that even if he's busy, like he's going to apologize. And if he's not apologizing, honestly, guys, if he's not apologizing, and I guess this, I need to be more broad because this is definitely for everybody, not just women. But if somebody's not apologizing for taking forever to respond to you, um, it's time to move on. Because even, even if it's like, it's just like, it's a sign of respect, honestly. And it's not hard. Just apologize, my dude. And honestly, I would appreciate it way more when somebody can be upfront about it and be like, yeah, my bad. Like, I was really busy. Because also, it shows that you're a go-getter. Like, you're not just sitting around. You're doing something with your life. But I digress. The signs, like, the dry tax thing is something fierce. And I'm going to actually pull up. <laughs> I'm going to pull up messages. Yeah, we going to get messy. I won't say it's messy, but we going to get real serious over here. And I'm going to show y'all. Like, I'm going to show y'all obvious signs when somebody is just not interested. Okay, for one, if you're sending big paragraphs and somebody's responding with, like, one line, girl, no. Also, say you're like, ah, I don't want to dive too far because some stuff is a little too recent, you know. Um, but just, there's just some things, like, I think it's a rule. There's a rule, um, equal messaging, where, like, one message is lopsided. It's like lopsided messages, where one is, like, super big and it looks like you actually put effort into whatever you're saying and then the other person is just responding just to like get you to be quiet you know I have oh wow let me shut no but <laughs> okay so another example is say you're like talking to somebody like texting again and you're telling them or this can actually be in real life too but like say you're texting talking to someone in person and you're telling them stuff and it's almost like you're telling them stuff about yourself in order to like I what I have read is like people like to build emotional connections or at least for men building emotional connections is from like talking about deep stuff or like talking about yourself and what is going on in your life all that kind of stuff or basically like to get a man to fall in love with you you have to make an emotional connection say you're talking to this man and you're like telling him everything and you're like explaining oh yeah like this is what I do and that, 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 that. and he's just like okay cool girl get out danger zone red 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 let me tell you something people like to pretend that oh he, he's responding like he's paying attention Guys, if somebody's really paying attention, they, like, I feel like you gotta test people. And I know people are probably like, why, what do you mean test people? I'm talking like, sometimes you gotta make sure somebody is actively listening to you. Because if he's passively listening, he mostly, he's most likely not gonna remember what you're even saying. And that's just the truth. Like, but at the same time, I have seen some remarkable people with memory that is just like, wow, oh, you actually did remember. But at the same time, y'all do not be fooled because people, people will try to play mind games with you. Anyways, I'm rambling on to the next one. The next sign that I think people should look at is just the body language. I think that body language is something I completely ignored and did not take serious. I have always heard of body language whenever it came to signs that somebody likes you. 
And I didn't care about it because I was like, girl, who is paying attention to body language? I should have been because I would have clearly seen he was not interested. And you would too. Um, like, for example, apparently, like, it's so, but it's so confusing. And this is also, <laughs> this is also a reason that I don't like body language just because I feel like I cannot decode it. I really can't because I will see a guy and he'll do like a body language that shows that you like somebody, but then he'll also do a body language that's like, no, I'm not feeling her. Get me out of this situation. And I'm just so confused. I'm like, so do you like me or not? So honestly, with the body language thing, y'all, I really don't know what to tell you with that one. But guys, uh, can we get into the bigger stuff? Because I don't really want to talk about the small signs. I want to talk about like the mental signs. If he is telling you, like if he if he's making excuses and he is just, let's take take Beyonce's song. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. If he likes it, then he's going to put a ring on it. He's going to cuff you, you know? And I am tired of, like, girls just sitting around and waiting for him to make the move. If he hasn't made a move already, it's time for you to make a move. And that move is moving on, okay? I, from firsthand experience, have been in those situations where you're just sitting there like, hmm, I wonder when he's going to ask me to be his girlfriend. I wonder when he's going to tell me that he really likes me. Girl, if he's not even telling you that he likes you, please, you need to move on. And I say that with love, but you need to move on. And I was speaking to myself because why did it take me so long to move on? Also, if you feel like you're not getting the respect and the communication that you should be getting, honestly, why would you even want to be with this person? And, of course, I'm just going to preference this. I, because of my lingo, I like to say girl a lot. So I'm not just talking to girls, to be clear, but I'm going to keep saying girl because, and, and just reference it like it's a girl-guy situation because that's just easiest for my brain and we're just going to do that. But guys, wow, I love how I did that. <laughs> but girls, guys, whatever. I am telling you, like, the thing is, when somebody is making excuses, it's almost like they're letting themselves off the hook. And I don't like it. I really do not like it. I remember um, being in this experience where it was like I was the one who was pushing like, oh, yeah, I like you. Like that kind of thing. And the whole time it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, yay. Like it's almost like you're not even saying it. You're just like having a positive reaction to it. And that is not the same I don't want your stinky, I don't want your stinky little positive reaction. I want you to say, I like you too. Like, you need to be putting in that effort. And if he's not putting in that effort, girl, it's time to cut him loose. And honestly, once you start realizing, like, there's so many other signs, but even though I said I can talk, I refuse. I'm not about to do all that. But let me tell you guys something else. Once you see the signs, you need to accept it. And this is where we're really going to get into accepting that somebody does not like you it is hard as crap but once you get over it you're good let me tell y'all something I have been <laughs> I was in a situation where I had to get over a guy because I just realized it was not going anywhere and it was a waste of my time and my energy now thankfully 
And I, anytime I mention, anytime I talk about this story to my friends, I always say it was nothing but the blood of Jesus that made me move on. Because on my own, girl, I was twisted. I was sick. I was confused, delusional. My favorite new, my favorite word at the time was delusional. I did not understand that this man was just like, no, he was very much stringing me along. And I was there for it. I was down and didn't even know it. But guess what? Jesus, he came into my life and he showed me like literally in a dream. I woke up in the morning and I was like, I'm done. And just ended it. And I was like, no, I'm good. And honestly... I think that was like, I I really don't know how else to say it. But for y'all, you may not go to sleep and wake up and be over that man. But for me, hey, that was great. And I think it also, what I made it better and made it easier for me to continue to get over him completely was blocking that man. Now, you may think the blocking is childish. And in a way, I agree. But at the same time, sometimes you need to block people to get over them. And that's just the truth. Now, I don't have him blocked anymore, but at the time, I definitely had him blocked for a cool five to six months, and I think in that time, me not seeing his face anywhere, hearing anything about him, it just made it so much easier to forget him and forget his existence and move on, and I don't, I don't think that you always have to block somebody because I've definitely reached the point where I don't need to block anybody that I'm trying to get over because it's kind of like a mental thing where I'm like oh you don't respect me enough to say this to my face so I'm done and it's not like I need to block you because it's not that big of a deal you are not that significant in my life for me to have to block you but at the time he was so with that being said don't think that you're too big to block people girl use that block button for good okay and block him or block her you know whatever is going on block okay but also when you block them you need to be blocking them on everything because i know some of y'all want to get slick and not block them on one last social media thingy and then they be reaching out to you and that's how you fall right back in no i'm gonna need you to block them on snap instagram twitter their number the whole nine um yes and once you start accepting it i know a lot of people And I used to be this way. The way I would get over somebody was to start liking or crushing on somebody else. Um, No. If you can, move on to yourself, man. Because if you move on to another person, it's just, it doesn't feel the same. You don't feel like you're actually moving on from a person. You just feel like you're latching. You're latching onto another person until you can completely remove yourself from someone else. And I think that, if you focus on yourself, that just, it just, it works out better for you in the end. Because in the end, you, by you focusing on yourself, you get somebody who actually values what you have, the work you've put into yourself. They value that. And that's how you get somebody to come for you. Because, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I do not feel like chasing somebody all the time to make me, like, you know, I don't need to make anybody like me you should like me because you see how my mindset is and you see how I work on myself and all the good things and I feel like once you start working on that and stop chasing people stop vying for people's attention and for people to want you girl life gets so much better (laughs) um but yeah I hope y'all can really take that and move on whatever is going on just move on 
trust me it's better for you um moving on to our second topic toxic friendships lord have mercy um (laughs) i have had some toxic friendships i won't say i've had a lot of toxic friendships because to be honest i haven't actually i have not had a lot of toxic friendships i haven't even had a little bit of toxic friendships i've mm, anyways i will say though i have grown to the point where i'm not the kind of person who likes to just lose friendships anymore i'm just the kind of person who distances um if i notice that we're just not getting along anymore i'm not even gonna like go out of my way to tell you i'm done i'm just kind of gonna all of a sudden like you forgot that i existed because you haven't heard from me that's how i kind of do it because i don't feel like making a big deal out of cutting someone off one i feel like if you start cutting if you always resort to cutting people off are you really okay because i just feel like if you're always cutting people off it's like you can't solve the problem any other way your only idea your only answer is to get rid of them and that's not always gonna work so y'all need to learn to stop cutting people off because honestly i'm so tired of it it's the same as that um what was that one thing that was going on on youtube or cancel culture i feel like cutting people off is like a mini version of cancel culture you think that you can just get rid of them and they don't exist to you anymore okay whatever i think that if you have a toxic friendship girl just distance yourself but that's not even what i was getting into we're getting into toxic friendships where you don't even know that it's a toxic friendship now as an outsider i will say whenever i see a toxic friendship i just feel bad because it's like i could say everything that is true and honest and obvious to everyone else but those two people in that friendship they're not going to want to hear it because they're probably going to be like okay thank you for judging us move on you know and that's fine if they want to continue to be in a toxic friendship that is totally fine but I think it's important to acknowledge the fact that so many people get into these toxic friendships that do not benefit them. And they think that it's benefiting them in that moment. But down the line, it is so bad for you. You're going to be like, why did I let this person influence me in this way? And it's it's unfortunate because I have seen good people just be changed. And I'm not saying that like once you're changed, like it makes you a bad person. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that I've seen people who have had certain morals just change, change. And it's been like, I don't know how often I have noticed this, but I don't I don't usually say anything to these people because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your life. And honestly, you make those decisions. And if you're not asking for my advice, if you're not asking for my opinion, then I'm not really going to say anything because... like I said I'm just not but if you do if you end up coming up to me and asking trust and believe I'm gonna spill my guts and I'm gonna let you know what it is but I just I see it so often and it's very unfortunate because in that moment like in in the event that these people are entering a toxic friendship the it's usually that there's one person who is more experienced with certain things And there's the other person who's kind of just like picking up what you're putting down. And I've noticed that it's usually like the person who's picking up and like learning these things, 
they don't usually want to hear what um, outsiders have to say because it's like, let me live my best life. And I completely understand you wanting to live your best life, but sometimes that best life is just not best for you and you don't know it. And that's unfortunate because it's like no matter, it's literally, literally like no matter how hard you try to like let somebody know that they're in the fire, that they're they're in danger, they don't want to hear it. And I actually had made a whole like, I did make an analogy for this like the other day. It wasn't actually for this, but it applies. So y'all know like those shows like Supergirl or um, Superman, anything like that, where there's a hero and then there's like a villain and the superhero finally is like gotten the power over the villain. And the it's usually like those scenes where the villain is like hanging over the side of a building and the superhero is like, you have one last chance. Like, you don't have to be like this. It's usually like Supergirl. Supergirl is always trying to save somebody. And it's usually like they're telling you like, you don't have to be this way, blah, blah, blah. And the super villain either chooses to change or they usually are like, no, I'm going to stay this way. And they usually die in the end when they say they're going to stay that way. So I reference that to how relationships or friendships can be. And I say this because so often we on the outside try to tell these people who are in the relationship, hey, this is bad for you and we see it down the line like this is terrible and you can't see it because you're inside of it but we see the whole picture and you need to get out and even though they don't want to hear it it's true and it's always like we can't force you to change and and that's what I really had to come to the conclusion with I can't force anybody to change I cannot make you make a better decision even if I think it's the better decision even if it is technically and logically the better decision I can't force anybody to because we all have that um, freedom, that right of choice. Um, But it is unfortunate that they don't see it. And I speak for myself, too, because a lot of the times when I'm in the situation, you're in the problem, you don't see the outside perspective. You don't see what everybody else is trying to tell you. When everybody is trying to tell you, hey, you know, you know, they're just like stringing you along, right? You know, they don't actually like you. You know that they're playing you, right? You know that she's talking about you behind your back, right? You don't want to hear it, and you're like, it couldn't be. It's not true. And unfortunately, it is true a lot of the times, and you end up paying the price at the end. So if you're in a toxic friendship, or if people are telling you you're in a toxic friendship, or a toxic relationship, to be honest, you need to get out. I'm telling you this for your own good. You need to get out. Even if you have a tight, 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 tight bond with that person, do it now because it's going to be easier. The closer you get with that person, the harder it's going to be to let them go. So do it sooner than later. Um, Yeah. Next, third topic, a dying generation. Oh, girl. Um, I really, it's, <laughs> it's funny because... I kind of feel like I'm contributing to this dying generation. One, I feel like the amount of people who want to have kids is depleting. And I can say that because it's true. You just look it up. Most people are saying that they don't want to have kids. You just watch a TikTok and go to the comments. 
oh, thank you for the um, free birth control ad, you know? Um, we're not for it. And I'll speak for myself. I, growing up, used to want siblings. Like, I just wanted more siblings because, obviously, I couldn't have kids myself. So I wanted the next best thing, younger siblings. I didn't get that. Well, I got one, but that didn't last. <laughs> I, no, wait, I don't mean he died, but I mean... <laughs> I mean that he grew up, and I eventually moved on from wanting more siblings to wanting my own children. I remember when I was 12 years old, actually, I was actually obsessed with these silicone baby dolls. If you guys know what those are, the silicone or reborn baby dolls, I actually ended up getting, like, two of them, but uh, they're, like, super expensive, so that's, like, the end. I will not be buying one of those as an adult. Absolutely not. But... The reborn or silicone baby dolls are basically like baby dolls that look very real. Like if somebody were to see you carrying it, they would think you had a real child. And that was the closest thing I was going to get to having a real child. And it's funny because I was so engrossed in being a mom. I basically, half of my room, I actually remember this, half of my room, this was 2016, guys. Half of my room was a nursery. I had a baby crib I, oh my gosh, I completely forgot. I was so obsessed with being a mom that I would enter into these free sample giveaways. And I had like packs of Similac. If you guys know what Similac is, that baby formula. I had packs of Similac in my room. For what baby, you ask? The toy. And it's ridiculous how much free samples I had. I had real diapers, real baby bottles, bibs baby clothes, um, it's bad, and the fact that people indulged it, I honestly thank you to those people, because, hey, I was a kid just living my best life, but that's kind of weird, it's, it's not weird, but it's like, it's weird, and I just, I just cannot believe how engrossed I was into that, and to, like, look at how I am now, I don't even know, just know, I like the idea of kids, do I like the idea of delivering kids, birthing kids? Um, absolutely not. I just, it's a no for me. But hey, maybe things will change, but maybe they won't. And I think it's weird because I really hadn't put much thought into it for a while. For a while, I just was like, oh, whatever, I don't really care. I'm like either, I'm with having kids or with without having kids. Like, And the way I kind of viewed it was that whatever my husband wants, if my husband wants to have kids, then I'll have kids. If he doesn't want to have kids, then I won't have kids. However, um, as I started getting more serious and like actually thinking about my future, I realized how serious it is when you're talking to a guy and he wants to know, do you want kids? And um, that is just, it made me realize that I maybe should start talking to guys that don't want to have kids. Because perhaps down the line, we are like married and everything and we're having a conversation. He's like, I want to have a baby. And I'm just like, oh, you do? And it just goes down there, downhill from there. So, I'm not saying that I'm completely against having kids. Like, hey, I could always adopt. Yeah, I, I'm down. Honestly, I would adopt a kid by myself if I never got married. And I don't know. I, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate that they wouldn't have a father figure. But 
I don't know. I've always thought about that. I think it'd be nice. But me giving birth to a child is just really far-fetched in this moment. But who knows? But I just, I don't know. I think that this generation really is dying out. That goes into a whole range of topics. Y'all don't even understand how deeply I thought about this. Because if you think about it, I don't think people understand. The world really is going to end. And I know y'all don't want to hear it. I know you guys didn't think, oh, I'm going to come to this podcast and hear her talk about the world's going to end. Yes, you did. And I'm telling y'all. Y'all don't want to hear it, but look, look, just look at how terrible this world is. Everything is getting worse and worse. And you know me, keeping it real, because I'm a Christian. Y'all, Jesus is coming back, and if you're not getting your life together, I don't really know what to tell you, man. You need to get it together. And not because you want to get your life saved. Well, yes, that. But because you, you want to have a relationship with Jesus. But, I mean, hey, everybody has their motivators. I just think... Y'all need to be prepared because y'all over here making jokes. I, I'm telling y'all, every time I I literally fight myself to do it, to not do it. I'll be on TikTok and I'll see like a video and somebody in the comments, it's random. I, I, I'll give it to you. It's random. But somebody will say, God bless you guys. Jesus is coming back. And yes, I, I like those comments. But I'll like go to the replies because I just know Satan's going to have somebody in them comments. And I'll go to the comments and I see somebody like, nobody asked. Jesus isn't real. Your book is fake. Now, y'all, I used to be that person that would be in them Twitter finger comments talking about some, I don't know who you think you are, but you're going to get in trouble when Jesus comes back. I have since then calmed my Twitter fingers down, and I do not engage in these comments anymore because, no, you're not going to trigger me. You're just going to feel, you're going to feel the heat. And that's all I can really say. So, y'all, get your lives together because it's serious. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I guess we have reached the end of my podcast, my first episode. That's crazy. I don't know how long this episode has been, but we're it's cool. I honestly hope you guys learned a little bit of something-something from my podcast today or just enjoyed listening, whatever you're doing, man. Um, I will be back. Trust and believe I will be back. I'm going to come back with good because people have just like been saying stuff to me and I'm like oh my goodness that is a great idea definitely gonna run my mouth about that next so I hope you guys uh come back for my next podcast you definitely should follow my podcast and you definitely should follow me on Instagram and my Instagram is joy Drea, which is just j-o-y-d-r-i-a and that's for Twitter Instagram um is there anything else I don't think so. Um, y'all don't need my Snapchat because, no, I, n- no. Um, <laughs> I also have a YouTube channel, um, which is Joy Williams. Honestly, at this moment, it's not coming up like that for Joy Williams. The singer is coming up. That's crazy. But um, you can just look up Joy Alexandria, um, and usually my channel pops up with that. So if you want to watch my videos, you should because my videos, I like my videos, to be honest. My videos are like unpopular opinions, curly hair routines, relationship advice from a single chick. That's a little series I started. That's fun. Um, but yeah, you guys should definitely do that. And I will catch you guys on the next podcast episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>